Hello guys, this is your host Maya. Welcome to Neighborhood Therapy. Um, before talking about what I'm going to be talking about this episode, or anything related to the subject, I want to start by saying that this episode, I'm just glad <laughs> I had time to record it, and the mental capacity to do so because I had a very hectic week and I was planning I actually already recorded one but because I was very tired the half of the episode was normal (laughs) and the other half was me laying down on my bed thinking that actually you guys would be able to hear me but I was barely saying anything, but yeah, so I had to do it all over again. That's one. I want to say a disclaimer. I usually like really record late at night because then everybody's almost asleep or tired. So there will be just like no noises and stuff. But I think because of the World Cup, there are some people that are watching a match or something like my neighbors. So from time to time just hear like screams and cheerleading or whatever so there that's one and second i have a guest with me today it's like a very cute puppy so if you heard any noises just know that it's the puppy but yeah um i had a very special week just a lot of work i had my best friend's birthday i had my birthday so yeah but i mean yeah i've never imagined that i would be working weekends but here i am and honestly i was really looking forward for this weekend because the other weekend it was my birthday and I was quite busy and I didn't really have time to do anything actually besides I just didn't have time to actually rest and I was hoping that this weekend will be different and I will have to like have time to actually relax and you know just clean and fold my clothes and you know just do the normal things but apparently God wanted something else and i'm working on saturdays and i'm actually working tomorrow too it's a sunday but yeah um i hope you guys are good today i actually want to talk about protecting your peace your energy your space and i think something happened at work that made me think of this as the subject of this episode so in my work environment i can say that i really don't have any friends first of all because i went to that work or any work actually even in my first like the first company that i was working with i say like i'm going there to work and i'm not going there to make friends Plus, I'm not the type that I would want the people that I've spent the whole week with 
from 8 to 5, for example, are the same people that I'll be hanging out with on the weekends. Like, I've seen enough of you. <laughs> I want to see something else. So that's why I don't really make friends from work. Hardly. I only had one. That's an exception. <laughs> and it was just me and, and my, and like that friend, we just clicked. So yeah. And so yeah, something happened at work. I think, was it a Friday or, yeah, I think it was Friday. And then somehow we have this people at work, like the people that I see every day or I talk to every day. So they always make plans. Unfortunately, I never attend none of them. I think unless it was somebody's birthday or how can I say? Like, it would be very bad if I actually don't go. That's the only time that I actually attend any of their activities. But this week, she, like, anyway, she came to me, like, my coworker, and she said, Hey, Maya, you know, we are going to do a picnic. You should come. And I'm like, nah, guys, I don't think so. And I'm like, no, please. I think the fact that that really made me trigger this, that even though that the other person was trying to make me feel guilty for not coming or somehow not attending none of the activities. But the thing is that by now, they already know my stand against, like, they just know my stand with everything that they do. So I'm not really a big fan. So I was even surprised though that she came and actually asked. So I was like, sorry. And I asked about who's coming and she mentioned somebody that I do not really get along with and honestly honestly even if that person was not going I wouldn't go but that person was just something to hang my reason for not coming on so I was like okay that person is coming I'm not actually gonna come I'm sorry and I'm like I it's not just my thing even though that she really isn't and she I feel like she is sad or she's trying to deal through people like it's not just my thing. Like, I don't want to come. And that should be enough. So that made me think about setting boundaries. Like, setting boundaries. Oh, God. About protecting your, your energy. I know very well, if I actually took time from my weekend. It was a Sunday that she wanted to go. If I actually took those three hours or four hours from my Sunday. And I went there and... I might enjoy it, I might not enjoy it, but already I'm not very close with those people. I know very well I'd rather do something else that's going to be more beneficial to me. I'll enjoy it way more than actually going. So automatically, those four hours just looks like a waste of time and energy that I would have invested somewhere else. So I was really thinking that, for example, when I was in high school, secondary school, I was, I can actually say I was a people pleaser. I always want to hang out with the cool people. I always want to, uh, you know, feel like I belong somewhere. Uh, I'm not just that nerd or, you know, I want to, I want people to like me. I want to have a lot of friends and all of that. Maybe not a lot of friends, but I want the cool people to be on my side somehow, you know what I mean? But, so, I agree or not agree, sometimes 
they will come up with plans or they come up with stuff that I know very well if my parents knew about, they would be very mad. But just for the sake of pleasing those people, I would actually go. And the thing is, most of the times that those things that they are doing, either it was, oh man, let me not go into details, (laughs) but like, whatever, I might not be very happy to do it, but I know if I actually said no, I'm not that cool anymore. Or I'm, you know, I actually listen to what my parents say, or my parents controls me, or I have no say, or my parents aren't cool and my parents don't understand. You know what I mean? It just brings a lot of stuff. I don't really want those doors to open and those comments to be made. So I just like agree. Like, whatever you guys are doing, just count, count me in. If I like it or not like it, I'm in. And that caused me a lot of trouble. Oh, God. A lot of trouble with my parents. A lot of trouble. I think even mentally because I was seeking their, their f- like, friendship and seeking their approval somehow to be part of the clique and just like oh man I was like with no say whatsoever and I kind of like back in the days in secondary school for example I saw it as a way to rebel against my parents I'm like yeah I can do whatever the fuck I want and I'm too small that I will do whatever the hell I want and you guys will not actually know about it but yeah so now actually not now I think as we grow up, we kind of start to see things differently. And we know that being part, like, I am cool. I don't need to be part of any, like, full group. And it's not like I'll be making my own group. But somehow, you, your own company is just, is is enough it's sufficient you don't really need anybody else or if you found one friend that you really get along with and you like you are yourself you don't have to fake it you don't have to put like um an act you don't have to put anything you're just you you're you're your authentic self that's actually the best cool group you can ever be with so yeah so that was one like i was just like oh whatever you guys say i'm in and that used to really drain me because i would be so stressed because i'm doing something that i'm not supposed to do and that used to really work on my mental health like i was just stressed oh god anyway now me if i'm actually not okay with going somewhere i'll just like simply say no i don't really have to explain myself and you really don't have to ask me why. I mean, those people that just ask why, I feel like... I will ask why to my best, best friend. If I tell her, oh, let's go somewhere. And she says, no. I'm like, why? How I would ask that. Me and you are just co-workers. We're barely friends. Why the hell are you asking me why? And I know now that I don't have to explain. Or maybe I should just say... I as it is and that's it why are you not coming sorry i'm not going to be comfortable which is literally what i said that day like when she came and asked me i was like 
sorry, I'm not gonna be comfortable. And to be honest, somehow, I was very surprised. <laughs> I shocked at myself because I didn't really realize that I said that. I'm like, did I really just tell her I'm not gonna be comfortable coming to their picnic? But yeah, it is where it is. You you take it how it comes. And it's not like I'm seeking your friendship or anything. So if you get mad, get mad. I mean, we don't come here to work. And I don't really work for you. So yeah, just I think for me is just saying how I feel. As far as I'm not actually because this is how I feel. I'm not giving you my opinion or what about the picnic that you're doing that maybe it's not is gonna be boring. That's not what I said. I just told you how I feel, which is I'm not gonna be comfortable. And that should be respected. And the, the minute that I start to realize that saying how I feel to people about whatever they suggest or whatever they tell me was very beneficial to me because I don't really keep it in and I try to put another facade or put another thing instead just so I can please the other person or that I will be like, oh well, they're going to be mad or they're going to feel a certain way. Because at the end of the day, if I actually just tell you that yeah, I'm, I will gladly come, and then after that, I'll be the one that is stressed and anxious and not comfortable throughout the whole picnic. Why? Why will I do that to myself? So the minute that you see why you are saying what you're saying, you're gonna be more comfortable saying it because I really don't want to feel stressed. I don't really want to feel anxious. I don't want to feel drained. I don't want to feel any negativity. So I rather just stop that there and be like. Sorry, I'm not really comfortable coming. And saying how, it's not just how you feel. You know, even learning to say no. Oh, that was a big thing. I mean, I still struggle with it till today. Till today. With some situations and some stuff, I still struggle with saying no. But, oh Lord, like I was... I think in secondary school or high school. Not really throughout the whole high school. I had moments where I was just like, fuck this shit. And I was just saying, no. And I didn't really care. But truly, truly in secondary school, oh man, I was a yes woman. I think there is a movie called Yes Men. I was a yes woman. I just say yes to everything. But for me, I think looking back at it, because in secondary school, I moved from one city to another. So I was new to that school that I went to. And I already had friends in my old one. And I was part of the cool group of that one. So when I came to the new one, plus like, for example, for us back home, every place has its own accent. So even if I tried to blend in, it wasn't really easy for me because I was very, very, recognizable the minute that I speak they will know that I'm not from the place and they just start oh man they start roasting you they start bullying you making jokes it was really hard for me in secondary school so that's why I just was doing anything I could think of to just you know be the cool one just and I think at the beginning when I moved I started <laughs> I tried to be the cool one by 
by, you know, being the first in the class. And I start to feel like the hate of the other ones because they thought that I'm trying to be the, the smart kid. That did not work. So I, I, I changed my strategy and I was just like, you guys want to go somewhere? I'm with you. You guys want to skip class and just, I don't know, do nothing? I'm with you. Oh, God. It was a disaster. I think I'll just over. But yeah, learning to say no. When it's not comfortable for you, when it's not convenient, when, I mean, <coughs> sorry, just say no. And I think learning to say no start with small stuff, very small stuff, so you can actually get used to it. Before, I think when either I'm comfortable with it or not, if just somebody asks me, how can I say, oh, hey, Maya, um, I really need your help with something maybe like tomorrow at this time and let's say I actually had plans okay I'm not gonna say which plans whatever I had something I'll be like yeah 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 sure I'll come I'll be there whatever it's okay and then I'll find myself I put myself in a very stupid decision like position because now I have to make the choice and what I end up what I used to end up doing is I'll be the coward either I'm not gonna <laughs> talk to the person that I have the plan with the next day and cancel on the other one or I'll just go to both of them and be feeling shitty in my bed just sleeping and acting like I don't exist so learning saying no just saved me a lot of trouble and a lot of disappointment and a lot of just it's good to say no oh gosh i really used to struggle even for example when people ask me i think when i became single like hey do you have a boyfriend or or can i take you out and for example you'll be like no sorry i don't think that's gonna happen and they ask why and then most probably like most of the time they think that you can say well i have a boyfriend or i'm seeing somebody and actually i simply don't want to see you because i just don't want to see you that's it. That's the reason. I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking of seeing anybody. Or you actually, you know, you're not my type. Or I don't really... Just say how it is. Like, sorry, no. I can't. It just doesn't work for me. Oh, this doesn't work for me. It works for me. The minute that I learned how to use, it doesn't work for me. To do it this way. Or this time. I mean, yeah, we can... You want to hang out? It just doesn't work for me now. I don't really feel well, for example. Or I'm very stressed. <coughs> Easy. Maybe we can do it later when I'm feeling better. Easy. Because no sometimes comes just like very stupid one. They ask me why. Man, can't you just behave? Like you can't read the situation. You can't read the between the lines. At first, I'm not interested in whatever you are asking. If it's a hangout, if it's a picnic, if it's whatever. And it is okay to set boundaries. Like, I think certain people, maybe, I don't, I don't really know what is the word, but like, everything is fine. And you just got used to some things being done some, some ways. Like, this is, this is, and the minute that you do something that is out of that norm that they are used to, 
that you're like, why? This doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to make sense to you. That's the thing. Not everything that I am going to do that's going to serve me has to make sense to you. No. Oh, like setting boundaries and knowing what benefits you. If this works for you, it works for you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It might not work for you now. It might work later. Like literally like today, I had this call from my mom that I knew from the tone of her voice and even the subject that she discussed with me that that conversation is going to make me anxious and it's going to make me stressed. And I literally had to tell her, mom, I'm actually going to be going to work in a few minutes. I'm not going to talk to you now, but I'm going to talk to you later when I'm done from work. Then I'll have the emotional capacity to actually sit down and talk to you. But for now, it's not going to work. And I think I do that even like, I know that some people will hear this and I'll be like, well, it's not good and, you know, you should always, like, come on, it's your parents, you should always um, have the time to talk to them. But it's not like I didn't answer her call. I did. Actually, I didn't answer her call. I let her call and then I called her again immediately after. But it's not like I'm not picking the phone. I am. But I'm just telling her whatever she wants to talk about, I cannot talk to her now. Sometimes I'm not really feeling good. Before, I think when, I think especially when, I think when I was still in school before the whole meltdown that happened to me and depression and everything, I think every time my mom called, I would pick immediately. Or I'll pick, like I'll call her right back, no matter how my mood was and no matter how I was feeling. But when I, like when depression kicked in and then I started to feel really bad mentally and there were certain things that I just couldn't handle anymore as good as I used to before. Or I, I couldn't really control how I feel about certain things. And sometimes that even shows me, you know, how I speak and my face and everything. I chose to talk or have a conversation until I'm feeling okay with it, until I am ready. If I'm not ready, I'm not. Before, I didn't really use to tell my mom the reason. I would just like maybe send her a voice note or whatever and be like, okay, she will understand, I guess, or I mean, if she's just asking how, how I'm doing and everything, then I actually answer that. But now, I can honestly tell her mom, I'm not really feeling that well. I'll talk to you later. Or I'm very busy. I'll talk to you later. I'll call you. And then, and I think something that I start to do now is the days, like, okay, let me explain something. I am somebody that was diagnosed with bipolar way in the day. So back in secondary school or high school, it's like, no, high school. And then, I kind of felt all right somehow, like all right-ish, since I came to to study, like like since I started studying abroad, and then during COVID it kicked in back somehow, it clicked its way in, so now it does some you know certain certain visits, well. Yeah, I'm dealing with it in 
So I have now days where I'm super happy. You know, very active, I'm very energetic, I'm living the life to the fullest, and I have days where I really do not want to do anything. Days where I just hate everything in my life. Oh God, she feels so dreadful. Like I just don't want to do anything. And I don't want nobody to talk to me. I don't want nobody. I just literally have no energy to even open my mouth and speak. That's how bad sometimes it gets. So with certain boundaries, and because I see my mom at the end of the day, or I see like for example my brother or my sister, I have to talk to them. So it's not like friends, for example, where you really don't have to. I know this might sound bad, but family first. So in my good, happy, energetic days, I'll be calling my mom a lot, maybe twice a day, three times a day. And the days that I feel worse, I wouldn't talk at all because I know that maybe something in that call is going to trigger me to even feel worse. So that's something that you should know. Know what triggers you and stay away from it. If I know if I will go to a place and it might trigger something, I shouldn't go. If I see a group of people, maybe some of them are my friends, some I don't know, and maybe some I know that, I don't know, me and them do not really get along, Whatever happens, do not go there because you know maybe that person can say something. All of this just to protect your 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 peace and your energy, and something else that we need. I think this year, yeah, during this year, that it just was like my happy place. So like I have this. Place, it's my hand sounds really really cool. So yeah, I just like drive all the way to like where there's just like a mountains and see mostly it's like a cliff. That's the place where I drive like I drive to when I'm feeling my lowest. And somehow that journey because it's really like it's like quite far. By the time that I drive there and I just see the view, most of the time I go around sunset. I see that view, it kind of does something for me that is just, oh, I feel like me again. And I think also the fact that it's a sort of meditation because I just go there and just stay and just keep staring at the sea. It kind of relaxes me and just kind of reminds me of what's you know, important, what matters and have a happy place there is that and there is the gym gym is somewhere that I want to when I think mostly when I'm feeling pissed <laughs> pissed or stressed and what anxious somehow yeah I feel like gym is something that I used to forget and maybe maybe I don't know this is sort of it's like a meditation thing for anxiety and my stress.
So yeah. And then like just set your boundaries and I feel like sometimes what we do sometimes we mess up our energy ourselves. It doesn't have to do with anybody else. It doesn't have to do with friends or coworkers or whatever. Sometimes it's just us. Sometimes you just be looking through social media and comparing yourself to somebody else or how good their life is or how, you know, how everything looks to you as in, okay, this is the life I want. And then you kind of, your ego takes, like, starts driving you and be like, why is my life the way it is or why I should do this and I should, no, man, relax. At the end of the day, you know that not everything as it seems. There is a lot of things that you don't know about that person that you see or that couple that you see. There is always behind scenes that nobody knows. And you should just have that, um, not thought, but like the mindset that everything in life, has its ups and downs and we all go through them each has their own like nobody has it easy nobody has it figured out like figured out like nobody no no matter what like at the time when i was young i was like if i actually have a job and if i have a car and i don't know i have a place to stay and i get money then i'm good enough you know man it's not Every stage of life has its own, like, and I think what makes it easier for me sometimes when I'm struggling with something or I'm just feeling like my energy is drained, I remember that everybody <laughs> has their own shit to, to, to do with. I'm not the only one, so we're all in it together on the same boat, maybe different for sure different problems, different things, but we're kind of in the same shape, so. And something else that helped me actually protect my peace is, I mean, to be honest, especially after a breakup of five years, then some rocky, eh, I don't know, it's just people that I met afterwards that even inflected their own pain and added more trauma it kind of made my wall go thicker and bigger <laughs> and taller oh like wall of china uh anyway oh that was why the hell did i say that so small anyway moving on so yeah having a wall helps because at the end of the day, what I say, even if it's like, for example, now, people will be like, no, you're not letting us in. I mean, I just want to help. I'm not going to, but like, man, that's what you see. What I see here is I don't want anybody to get that close that they can hurt me or fuck me up as I, and I will go back to that point again. No. It's like, you know, how can I say you know, it's like a country that used to allow some, 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 some people from other country to just go in without a visa, and now it requires a visa. 
So yeah, that's literally me now. You have, you know how you go to apply for visas and you have to show them some documents and your bank, like your bank balance and what you do and what is your intention and they need to know that you're not actually going to come here and be an illegal citizen. That's literally it. I cannot allow somebody in if they don't show me that they have good intention, that they actually work for the fact that they are going to get close to me because I feel like easy come easy go the minute that they feel like you were easy to access they will easy ex exit and some assholes they just exit um without fucking caring what they are doing while they are exiting so bank account not that simple and show me what is your intention i want it it's not just hopes you know when you apply for the visa, you cannot just go and tell them, well, I have this amount in my bank, well, this is what I actually, no. Show them, show proof. That's that's how it goes with me. Show me proof that you're actually gonna come here to stay and be loyal and give me what I'm gonna give you. And I'm talking about all, like all sorts, I'm talking about friends and, and like relationship-wise. I cannot let you in if you do not show that you're worthy worthy of getting in, you might be like, oh wow, she's arrogant, not no man. I did let somebody in, they destroyed the place. Now, after doing the renovation, you know, the cost is up. Now I know better. I've seen a lot of stuff and it was very like it was eye-opening. I'm not allowing that to happen to me again. I'm not gonna go back to the girl that sleeps while like feeling fine, wakes up the other day and just is hit by sadness and depression and anxiety. I'm not gonna go back to the girl that I'm just anxious all the time, very scared, conflicted and confused about what she's gonna do in life and what her life's gonna be because she just lost plans lost everything. No, I'm not gonna do that. And if you really do care about me and you do feel what you say you feel about me, you will understand where I'm coming from. And you will actually be like, you know what? I'm gonna invest invest the time needed, the energy needed, and you're gonna see that I actually wanna come in and only bring you peace. Because I don't want problems. Oh, I just remembered one thing. I feel like I don't want peace, I want problems more. I want peace. And as selfish as that sounds, whatever the cost for my peace is, I'm gonna pay it. If it's to not talk to somebody that was very close to me, I will do it. If it's to not actually have many friends, it will be. If it means to be single for a very, very long time, we're gonna do that. If it means, um, I can't think of anything, but whatever it takes. That's how I protect my peace and my energy. I'll just do whatever. If it means saying no, if it means building walls and bubbles and even a whole planet, I'll do it. 
if it means that I have to tame my ego so that I won't inflict, <laughs> inflict negativity on myself, if it means loving myself and giving it um, compassion and respect that it needs, if it's, what else? I can't think of anything. Whatever it takes. Because it's, I'm the one that's going to give myself peace. I'm not, I'm not waiting for anybody else to give me peace or to protect my space. It's my responsibility. Because it is my space. You're not going to wait somebody else to come to your house and clean it. If you don't clean it, nobody's going to clean it. So, actually, saying about cleaning the house, even having everything, like, you know, organized and I tidy my place and everything is super clean and stuff. That's also protecting my space because, or actually protecting my energy and my peace because the minute that I look around and I see everything in its place and everything in order, that kind of brings me some peace and just some serenity. Like, oh, yeah, at least I have something, <laughs> some things all right, you know, maybe my whole life is not all right, but I have certain things that are all right. So cleaning really does help, or at least planning how my week's gonna go or how my day's gonna go. That gives me some some control, which actually makes me feel like okay, I am stable and I'm alright. So actually, I'm looking now at the time, and I was not expecting at all that this episode is gonna be this long. And I don't think I have anything more to add, but. I don't want this um, me, 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 and self, you know, protecting my peace, come across uh, rude or, but I'm just saying this is what works for me. This is what made, like, even having my peace and having my space made me focus on other stuff, focus, focus on my work, focus on my plans, focus on everything else that I actually have to give energy to instead of being drained and consumed by negativity or other things so yeah we're gonna wrap this up i actually am dying to sleep and you will hear from me soon take care